Yeah, I think a lot of them were really shocked. I mean, it took me a long time to make that decision, to be honest, because it's like, you know, you're stepping away from that uh, job security where you have like a salary coming mm. in at the end of each month. I was toying with the idea for a very long time. And yeah, some people were shocked. Some people thought I was a bit crazy, you know, and others were very encouraging. So yeah, that, I mean, it all paid off in the end. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy now, uh, much happier than what I was in a banking job. Mm. This has a lot more soul. I feel like I'm doing what, uh, what I was meant to do, which is, you know, help pet parents and help help the dogs basically, uh, you know, have better life. And that is my guest, Anjali Kalachan. She's the co-founder of A Petter Life. Uh, a Petter Life is an e-commerce platform to understand your dog's nutritional and lifestyle needs. So in this episode, she talks about why she quit corporate life to do this, talks about growing 150% after going live only two months ago, it talks about identifying gaps in the market, talks about being a bootstrap startup. She talks about why pet industry is similar to the children's industry, talks about mistakes made in the early days and finally she talks about dog friendly vegan ice cream and why you should buy a dog and much much more so please enjoy the show thank you hello jolly uh, thank you for coming to the indian stop show today yeah thanks neil thanks for having me awesome stuff. Uh, please tell us what you're building i'm in the pet industry at the moment uh, my background actually is in banking and finance so i made the transition last year in january uh, where i founded my own company called Nutri of natural pet solutions uh, which aims to provide uh, solutions for dogs for a holistic lifestyle so um, you know, natural treats, natural tick and flea repellent solutions, and some superfood supplements, etc. In January this year, we started a company called A Petter Life, uh, which is a platform that aims to simplify pet parenting. I'm the co-founder at A Petter Life. Um, I've co-founded this company along with my partner Sachin Shetty. We've been working on this for about six months before that. Yeah. Awesome stuff. And how are things going then? Uh, things are going well. Um, it's it's still early days. Um, as I told you, like we only started in January this year at A Better Life. But, uh, you know, so we only have numbers for Jan and Feb. But um, what I can say is that we've seen uh, considerable growth in our turnover from Jan to Feb. Like we've grown by 150% wow. uh, month on month. Yeah. So that's an encouraging statistic for us. And we hope it continues going forward. And why is that then? Why do you think it's jumped? that much? Well, you know, I think we sort of started our social media marketing and ads going out. And we also did like a social media campaign for Valentine's Day. And I think that received quite a lot of interest where we did like a Valentine's Day hamper, you know, with uh, stuff to spoil your pet. So um, people seem to like that. That worked pretty well for awesome us. In uh, let's go back to the start then. Um, you know, how, how did you come up with the idea? You know, what was the light bulb moment then? We came up with this idea actually during the lockdown when my business partner, a adopted a puppy mm -hmm. and uh, there were so many questions uh, that uh, that their family had while raising that puppy that you know he had to go to various places to sort of find that information so for example he got some information about the nutrition aspect from me um, and then there was a trainer involved and then you know you had to go to various places to sort of find all the products that you needed etc for training and just generally when you get a new dog home um, we sort of identified that there was a gap in the market uh, you know, for one place where you could sort of find everything. Mm -hmm. So we're not just like a, uh, you know, like a marketplace for pets, so to speak. So the products that we stock are like we have a range of, uh, you know, like local homegrown brands as well as international brands. And we sort of, you know, focus on like the holistic side of things. So we uh, we have like a lot of, you know, holistic solutions. For example, a common issue that you'd have if you had a dog in Bombay would be like a, 
uh, you know, chicken flea issue mm. because of the weather and it gets really hot and stuff like that. And the general solution, if you went to a vet, would be, uh, you know, like a topical uh, spot on treatment or they would give you like a pill, uh, you know, and these are essentially all uh, sort of like chemicals that you're putting in your pet's body. When, you know, I mean, there are certain cases where you would have to do this, like if it's a serious issue or, um, you know, like if you have an infestation or something at home. But if you can sort of tackle that issue uh, before by preventing it altogether by using, you know, a natural repellents, then that sort of goes a long way. So we're providing a lot of, you know, holistic solutions like this that sort mm -hmm. of eliminates the need for chemicals um, in your dog's day-to-day -day living in a bid to, you know, help them lead a, a sort of a better and a longer life mm -hmm. as well. So what, what mistakes have you made in the early, in the, obviously you've only been there two months, so what, what obstacles or mistakes have you made? Uh, so I think I, uh, the biggest uh, uh, sort of the difficult part for me was sort of building the website okay. because I'm, I don't really have a tech background at all. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, translating uh, what you sort of uh expect in your head into the website you know the technical glitches and stuff sometimes that happen can be a bit disheartening so uh you know we learned the hard way about the need for um you know testing and constantly testing every time we put something new in because uh, the website is not like a static thing it's like you you're consistently uh, you know changing things around and innovating and stuff like that yeah so that that was uh, one one of the things that we found really hard um i think the other thing would be you know as a as a new uh, company as a new website um you know, getting people to kind of shop on your website. Mm. I think uh, initially uh, people are a bit wary of a new website. Maybe you're wor worried about security issues, you're worried about authenticity, etc. So, um, you know, you sort of want to build uh, that credibility and that trust, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, those those are possibly, you know, two of the... Um, the points that come to mind when you think of challenges. Mm -hmm. How long did it take you to get your first sale then? Uh, our first sale happened uh, pretty quickly, I'd say, um, within a week or so. Uh, actually, uh, pretty quickly after launching, because, I mean, we had a lot of friends and family and uh, I myself being, uh, you know, from the pet industry. Mm. So I circulated the link to um, a lot of my clients and things like that. Uh, so that helped. And uh, I mean, I think it goes hand in hand with, um, you know, our social media presence. So um, essentially, initially, it was just, a, you know, generic posts that we were putting up, etc. And then uh, we sort of realized the need to sort of, you know, engage with the audience. Mm. So, um, you know, we then put out videos like we recently did one uh, on heat stroke mm -hmm. so that's like a pertinent topic right now because it's the weather's really hot it's before the monsoon mm. and uh, so you know like as a pet parent I, I think a lot of people don't know but like you know uh, dogs are prone to heat stroke mm. and they don't have sweat glands so they take a lot longer to cool down than we do and so that's something to be wary of when you're taking your dog for a walk like uh, not to overexert them, how to keep them hydrated, etc. I must admit, I went to Mumbai two years ago, and um, oh, there's a lot of stray dogs around. <laughs> um, there is. Um, during the day, they sleep because it's obviously used, like you say, mm -hmm. it was hot. Um, yeah, but during yeah, the night, it's yeah. not like it's not like barking yeah. nonstop. <laughs> usually near my hotel room. So, uh, are, are yeah. they all are they all like stray dogs then? So yeah, there are there are lots of stray dogs. I mean, you're talking about heat stroke and stray dogs. I think the stray dogs are actually, um, you know, sort of 
built and conditioned for this climate mm. so i think less so you know because they've sort of uh, they're sort of genetically predisposed to withstand the heat given the evolution and the way that they've sort of grown and acclimatized to this climate mm. so and they're also really smart you see that's why they're sleeping in the day possibly in a shady area etc right, they're not yeah. walking in direct sunlight yeah. but yes there are certain breeds that are more prone to heat stroke forever for example and that could be like a you know a brachycephalic dog so, for example, those with, uh, you know, the flat faces like a pug or a shih tzu mm. or a boxer, because uh, they find it harder to cool down. So those are breeds where you need to be more careful, um, you know, about about them getting a heat stroke. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Awesome stuff. And uh, obviously, you're 100% online. Uh, how, how are you competing with sort of the bricks and mortars? So I think the way we compete with them is that you know generally there's a lack of space here so the shops are yeah. generally quite small and when you go in uh, possibly the person who's helping you out uh, may not be that knowledgeable depending on who's there so uh, how we compete with them is I think we sort of uh, you know the people behind the brand are directly interacting with the consumers and we understand uh, you know we sort of try and understand what the issue is and recommend the right product uh, for your pet and um, also you'll notice if you go on the site like we have uh, uh, you know all our treats are sort of preservative free treats um, and all the products that we've kept on board are sort of non-toxic and safe for your pet so um, essentially everything's been tried out by us we recommend those products and there's uh, nothing really substandard on the website are you making these treats yourself Yes, some of them are NutriWolf's brand but we've collaborated with other brands as well Mm -hmm. so yeah Yes. How, how's, how are you finding that then? Making treats and... Yes, it is interesting. As I try everything out on my own dog, who's uh, a very fussy eater and who ah. was actually the inspiration behind me getting into the pet industry in the first place. So mm-hmm. he's actually a stray dog, given that you're talking about stray dogs that I adopted when he was about a month and a half old. So he was really young. And yeah, so it's been quite a journey with him, you know, trying to uh, understand uh, all the different uh, things that he needs. And uh, eventually, I mean, he was, he was as I said, a very very picky eater mm. so um, that's where I delved into the whole nutri- nutrition bit uh, because he stopped eating uh, the packaged processed food and uh, so I had to eventually you know prep his meals and I wanted to ensure that uh, the meals were balanced especially because he was still growing so he was still a puppy and so the nutritional requirements differ at that point and uh, you know you, you need to make sure you're feeding correctly so your puppy develops in the right. Do dogs have personalities then? Because obviously you said he's a Yes. <laughs> yes, they're all quite individualistic. Although, I mean, there are certain characteristics uh, of certain dogs based on their breed that would be similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think exactly like people, they're quite, they're, they're individuals, to be honest, and quite different each from the other. Mm-hmm. Um, for, uh, you know, for the street dogs, I think um, a lot of what shapes their personality is, is their uh, experiences early on in life. Um, I think that would go for any puppy, actually. So it's a little harder when you adopt a street dog because there tend to be uh, certain things that scar them maybe as a young puppy, given what they've been exposed to, if they were on the road or frightened by something or maybe lost the mother at a very young age. And um, yeah, so it, it can be a bit challenging behaviorally sometimes for those dogs. Interesting. So, so do, do you think the owner's personality reflects in the dog's personality then? For example, the dog's fussy eater. Are you, are you a fussy eater? Uh, yes, I, I think I'm a little bit of a fussy eater, but... Um, 
Um, I mean, there are, to be honest, I don't think his eating habits are sort of dependent on me. But I think a lot of the way you bring up your dog uh, sort of, uh, you know, shapes up their personality. And sometimes, uh, you know, certain things that you do uh, may sort of, uh, you know, mark their personality. So, for example, when I had my dog really early on, like, so I'm not from India myself. Mm. Um, and the thought of walking my dog on the street with all these street dogs were a scary thought for me. And I was just like, you know, they're all there. Like, what if someone attacks my dog? Or how, how do I deal with that situation? Because there are so many of so many of them around you know so that's something that frightened me considerably in the beginning and i would only you know try and limit his interaction walk him only in my building for example mm. and that was not uh, you know uh, doing him a service at all so um you should actually expose your puppy to all sights and sounds right from the beginning so so as to ensure that uh, you know they have a more holistic upbringing and they're sort of well adjusted also mm. is india a nation of dog lovers then yes i think it's for sure growing uh, I, I mean i see lots of people feeding the street dogs in fact i even see you know the people who um live on the streets themselves adopt these street dogs and you'd see that they also don't even have that much to eat or don't have that much but they make it a point to feed their dogs and that is really hard although there have been cases reported in the press and stuff but i've never physically seen uh you know any cases of abuse or anything at, you know happen in front of me and uh more than that i feel like um you know just the like general people like you and me more and more people are getting dogs and the reason for people uh, getting dogs is also changing so i think previously people would get dogs because they're guard dogs and now that's sort of shifted to companionship mm. and um and you know like the trend is sort of following what you see um in the west for example mm. you know where more and more households are getting dogs and the dog is like part of the family so like in a sense a child of the family you know and is getting treated exactly like that and i mean at the same time you know they're they're, they're they're looking for the best for their for their pets as well so pet owners are now sort of more aware of uh, you know like what they're feeding their dog like nutritional aspects going uh, you know natural as opposed to processed you know and also limiting exposure uh, to toxic toxins and chemicals in whichever way possible mm -hmm. so that uh, whole trend is very much here now mm. percentage wise like how many indian households have a dog then i don't no, but I, in my building, I mean, I live in a high rise, yeah. but, uh, and uh, there are like 70 dogs in my wow. building. So it's, it's, it's growing. And especially during the pandemic, I found a lot of people, uh, you know, got dogs, um, possibly because they were at home more. And so they felt they could give more time. And mm. now with this whole, um, I don't think this don't see the pandemic going away anytime soon, uh, with people sort of being, for, uh, you know, being having more time now because they're working from home. So they have more time to take care of a puppy and, you know, raise a dog, etc. Mm. So it's definitely growing. What What's the best thing about having a dog then? The best thing having about having a dog is the unconditional love. You know, they're always around um, and it's great companionship uh, to go for walks, hikes, etc. So it's 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 fun. Yeah. They're loads of fun. Keep keeping you fit as well. <laughs> yes, exactly. Do you have a dog? Uh, no, I don't have a dog. No, no, definitely no, not. Have a dog. Dog. Okay. I'm thinking about it. You never know. Yeah, um, yeah, you should. Yeah, but then 
what how do I sort of buy a dog then what 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 am I looking for so, dogs to choose uh, from, right? <laughs> yes of course I mean it sort of depends on on your lifestyle I would say you know those who go for the bigger dogs they should keep in mind that uh, you know they sort of need a little more exercise and things like that so it depends how much time you have to devote uh, to that dog and also you know um, whether you want like a, a a safe sort of a family dog as well so then you'd pick a breed whose personality is sort of suited to that so yeah it would depend but i would say uh, if you can adopt don't shop because there are loads of dogs waiting for home so why not give them a chance mm-hmm. so, so what's the business model like yes it's model? pretty much straightforward e-commerce yes. Mm-hmm. yes have you thought about like you know, subscription models and promotions and stuff like that yes so yes yes so we are not doing like subscription models per se but we're curating uh sort of uh boxes uh you know for particular issues so currently we've come up with our summer hamper uh which has like a range of functional products that would help your dog sort of cool down uh faster you know sort of beat the summer heat so to speak so um that would include like stuff like a cooling mat and a water bottle and we also have like um these little uh, Prosecco pops they're like essentially popsicles made out of some herbs then uh, stuff like that that you can pop into the freezer and and uh, you know dog friendly ice creams that are vegan and not dairy based so a bunch of products like that uh, you know that help your pet cool down so we're looking at introducing a lot of these functional boxes uh, going forward dog friendly vegan ice cream Yes, wow. <laughs> it's big. It's big. You wouldn't believe it. It's big. We even have actually a dog beer. That's a, a brand from the UK that we're stocking on the website. Dog uh, beer. Bottoms for beer. Yeah. So you got alcohol al- turning dogs into alcoholics now, obviously. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, actually alcohol free. I think that whole bit is more for the humans, to be honest. Like it's something that you know, if you wanted to. Um, celebrate a special occasion your pet like it comes in a beer bottle and uh you know so to to sort of give them that feel as well or for the humans than the pets really <laughs> what's the best seller uh, so the best seller i think would be the treats to be honest because mm. that's something that people consistently need uh, right now being tick and flea season we're seeing a lot of our tick and flea products as well selling yeah but i think i think treats would be it and toys as well i think constantly uh you know uh, pet parents are looking for ways to engage their pets and also uh you know spoil their pets as well talk about your background background is actually in uh, banking and finance mm-hmm. so i sort of worked in uh, in mauritius that's where i'm from oh, nice. um and then in in the uk as well because that's where i i did my uh you know further studies in mm. the uk so i worked there for, for a few years and then moved to india yeah so that that's what i did um and then obviously my dog was the uh the main factor that sort of pushed me to delve more into uh into pet nutrition and and then i landed up getting myself qualified in companion animal nutrition as well and uh, that's when I made the shift uh, to the pet industry because I I just felt that there was a sort of a gap in in the market where people didn't really understand uh, you know what to feed their dogs as such Um, they were just uh, you know getting a bag basically from the pet store and 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 feeding that whereas uh, there was no one that could really guide you through you know like how to balance uh, a fresh meal for example for your pet Mm. what what did your work 
colleagues say Qu- quitting quitting corporate life yeah i think a lot of them were really shocked i mean it took me a long time to make that decision to be honest because it's like you know you're stepping away from that uh, job security where you have like a salary coming mm. in at the end of each month i was toying with the idea for a very long time and yeah some people were shocked some people thought i was a bit crazy you know and others were very encouraging so um so yeah i, I mean it all paid off in the end yeah. i mean i'm happy now uh, much happier than what i was in a banking job this mm. has a lot more soul i feel like i'm doing what uh, what i was meant to do which is you know help pet parents and help help the dogs basically uh, you know have better lives were you sort of burnt out then yeah a little bit i'd say um I, i sort of had reached a point where i was uh, you know kind of questioning what was the purpose of it all you know so i uh, i wasn't really enjoying it that much like the job satisfaction mm. i was deriving was was not that much and it 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 wasn't really worth it sticking in the end when i knew there was something else that was lingering you know at the back of my mind that i felt felt i should be doing mm. so 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 for those people listening who are in sort of like in that position what advice would you give them you know they're thinking of doing a startup yeah i'd say um you know you should sort of uh, do a little bit of analysis of the market that you're looking to get into mm. you know see uh, gauge the sort of demand that there is for the, for those products look at your competition um but i think the main thing is uh, you know you should believe in uh, in 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 what you with the service you're providing basically and if you're passionate about what you do then it's sort of shines through your work and uh, and then it's all worth it eventually. Mm-hmm. So going back to the corporate life then obviously some people say that you know big companies just love sort of like innovate too slowly too much bureaucracy. Uh yes. was that your experience as well? Uh yes I mean there were there were a lot of layers to be honest mm. so corporate life is is quite restricted because you don't get to be in all aspects of the right. business you know you're only doing one thing um so uh so yeah I mean it's 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 a bit restricted in that way even in terms of learning I would say you mm. know um so for example now as an entrepreneur like you get to delve into every each and every aspect of the business mm. maybe even some things that you're not really comfortable in you know uh but it's it's a great learning because you know you come out of it like a much more enriched than you would in a corporate life where you're sort of you know just uh just doing one particular thing so it's it's you learn a lot for sure talk about the co-founder again uh how how do you guys meet and how big's the team yes so my co-founder is Sachin Shetty he's mm-hmm. a family friend um so we've known each other for a long time now mm-hmm. um and he has a background in the food industry no. so um yeah yeah and uh i mean he's always loved dogs as well and finally had the chance to adopt his dog during the pandemic uh, which was you know one of the uh, main reasons behind founding a better life mm-hmm. And our team is a fairly small team to be honest because we're so new. So mm-hmm. Sachin's wife Mehak um who's a lawyer also helps us out whenever she has any spare time. She helps us a mm-hmm. lot with uh, you know like uh, she's very good at writing. So uh you know all the content on our website and stuff she's helped us with um yeah and uh, and the team is fairly small to be honest we're just about uh, six of us in the office mm-hmm. and uh, the whole um uh, you know media part is sort of been outsourced mm-hmm. so we have a team taking care of uh, of our social media page and all our social media ads etc and you know also looking at all the uh, the google analytics yeah. and you know how which ad is faring etc no so but how, how did you originally divide up all the roles like sales marketing hr 
etc. Manufacturing. Uh, yes, yeah, so it's it's all very fluid to be honest. Still, uh, because uh, you know we we sort of um, uh, you know sales. It's it's pretty much. I mean, I'm in charge of sales uh, because I already have a network in in uh, you know in the pet industry, etc. So, um, and I mean in terms of business development, I think we're both doing it. We do a lot of research in terms of new companies that are cropping up and uh, you know issues that uh, we face as pet parents or common issues that exist and uh, you know constantly striving to find products that are solutions uh, you know to help with those issues mm -hmm. nice. so is the idea just to do it as a standalone website or would you not like sell on like amazon and flipkart Yes, so I mean, at the moment, uh, Pet Alive has uh, very few products. Um, so they're not, uh, we just have like a couple of dog bowls and we have like a section for the humans where the socks are like our own brand uh, idea mm -hmm. um, and some towels as well. So Pet Alive doesn't have that many products. So the idea is obviously to um, remain on our own website because we, we are sort of aggregating a lot of different brands under our website. So a lot of brands that possibly uh, if a pet parent went to an Amazon, they wouldn't see it there because those aren't mainstream uh, brands. Mm. You know, they're more like holistic, homegrown brands, a bit like NutriWolf is. It's like, uh, you know, a place to sort of find these uh, homegrown uh, brands as well that are doing different things. Mm. So, you know, like one place where you can find all of this as opposed to having to go to 10 different websites to get the products. Yeah, interesting. So what, what, what's the state of the pet industry in India then? I mean, obviously, obviously you're pretty new, so I see that you're still the minor players. You, there may be major players that you want to sort of aspire to. Yes, yeah, so it's, uh, as I said, it's a growing uh, field uh, yeah. with... Uh, like during the pandemic, we noticed like every month or so, we found a new website that was coming up right. with products for pets. So I think a lot of people sort of noticed with, um, you know, the lack of uh, ability to move around and stuff that if things are available online, it makes a lot of sense. And, uh, you know, more and more people are getting, uh, are getting adopting dogs or cats. And hence there is a demand, uh, you know, for, for those products. So it, it is definitely growing and it's, it's growing fairly rapidly. What's been the best day so far? Uh, I think the best day so far would, was probably when um, I was working with this client on a diet plan and she had a Shih Tzu. It was not very overweight but she wanted him to lose some weight and he did need to lose a little bit and that weight loss thing is like it's a long process uh, especially when there's very little weight to be shaved off uh, so we patiently worked on it for about four months uh, you know and in the initial months he was not losing any weight at all because it's a very gradual process where you're tapering down the calories you know every two three weeks so to speak based on how the dog is doing and finally at uh, the end of last month he had reached his ideal weight and that was like you know I was quite happy that it had worked out because um, sometimes you sort of doubt it's going to happen because every dog is sort of different and uh you know, you're not really sure whether the weight is actually going to shift when it's just very little that's left. So it was it was quite quite nice to see that it had worked and also to see uh, that the pet parent was very happy with the result. Uh, is anything so? Um, what's something you wish you know you learned before you got started? I wish I knew a little bit more about you know building the website and also a little bit about social media and the whole like analytics piece as well i wish i knew a little bit more about that you know we could have probably gotten started quicker on that front um as opposed to sort of you know uh, learning on the job so to speak in, in terms of analytics then what 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 is it you're checking on the analytics is it 
number of website hits or how long they spend on the website? Yes, exactly. How long they spend on the websites, uh, which pages they're visiting, mm. uh, you know, where where the customers are coming from. So, uh, you know, like where in India are we getting, uh, you know, more hits from, etc. Uh, how big do you want to go with this? Well, we're looking, uh, you know, to, I mean, to grow, introduce cats, obviously, mm. that's the, the next thing. And then uh, grow Pan India. And also given that I'm from Mauritius and nothing like this exists in Mar- we're hoping to uh, you know set up something there as well mm-hmm. um, and maybe from Mauritius we can also look at at Africa I feel that that would be a good continent mm-hmm. to tap mm-hmm. so, and you mentioned banking background are you looking like fundraising obviously a bit early now but is that something you've thought about yes I think we would definitely need to raise funds um, you know if we want to build up scale and 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 grow how we how we expect to yes we would definitely need to raise funds but I don't want to be presumptuous and look at raising funds just yet I think it's very important to build a value proposition for the investor to have numbers to show um, you know so to so as to justify uh, the valuation that we're getting mm. so yeah yeah, I think we'd, we'd like to maybe take a little bit more time and uh, and then see how it goes and then possibly look at uh, at start pitching for funding. Yeah, yeah, but so yes, it is in the pipeline. Exciting yeah. times, yeah. Um, obviously, I, I think you're a first-time founder, is that right? Yes, yeah. correct. Um, what advice would you give to other first-time founders then? I'd say, obviously, uh, do your market research. Um, if you find that you have a product or a solution that is going to solve a lot, uh, you know, issues or that there's a gap for in the market, then definitely go for it. And more importantly believe in yourself and be passionate about what you're doing and uh, you know things will definitely work out you have to have patience but i think things will definitely work out brilliant what about those people who are scared of dogs then there's quite a few of them yeah and how, do they, how does one overcome the fear of dogs so i think it's uh, just it's a, it's a mindset to be honest i think people who are scared of dogs uh, possibly would have had a bad experience so i'd say first you know maybe if you have a friend who has a dog and you know that that dog is really friendly and harmless then you know try getting used to that dog and uh, and then that should it should just vanish once you see how loving and sweet they are that fear will definitely vanish okay. i've seen it happen actually i have friends who who are nervous of dogs and uh we've managed to get them over their fear so it, it definitely can happen has anything surprised you so far on your perennial journey so far uh yes i mean i uh, sometimes get surprised by some of the uh, purchases that people make so for this valentine's day hamper i was not expecting uh, for it to sell out because in my opinion it was like you know like a frivolous buy it's not like something that you really need uh, but one thing i've uh, really got to understand is uh, you know the pet industry is a bit like you know, like the, like the children's industry. So pets are like our children. And so we look for ways to spoil them. And and so, yeah, that particular trend surprised me. Like there are a lot of people looking for accessories for their pet or constantly trying to buy new toys and things like that, which your pet doesn't really need, but it's just our way of showing, uh, you know, our love and spoiling the pet. So. so you're a first time founder and within two months you've grown by 150%. Yes. Talk about that, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, honestly, it's because we've, just started so uh, the first month we re- didn't really do any campaigns as such like we just you know we possibly ran one uh, discount for Republic Day which was in January and uh, I think what really helped uh, sort of boost our sales was this Valentine's Day campaign mm. because it was really interactive as well so we had uh, something called a pause matched campaign as well where you could register your dog and then we'd match them 
with another dog who then became their valentine and so uh, that uh, that was something that was quite well received and uh, how do you how do you yeah. match dogs uh, we just uh, you know match them based on uh, there was no real basis for matching right to match a girl and a boy together and in certain cases we we didn't have a choice we matched two boys as well but uh, <laughs> but it was just a, a, a little fun thing for the for the pet parents mm. How are you finding managing the you know the staff? Obviously, it's quite a small team at the moment. Uh, is that something new yeah. to you and uh, being in charge, as it were? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's 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 a bit challenging. I mean, sometimes even uh, even though we have people working for us, sometimes you're not ready to delegate. So I think uh, we definitely need to learn how to delegate and trust a little more. Um, uh, yeah, but otherwise, I mean, it's 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 been it's been fun and interesting, and sometimes also. You know, even the weekend you're working or if you suddenly get a query on the weekend and you're in the middle of a lunch or a dinner and you would like to respond to it because uh, there's no fun in someone asking a question and them having to wait to get the answer. So it's like you're constantly working. But but I mean we're doing what we love, so we shouldn't be really complaining. Uh, let's, end, let's end it on that one then. Um, and Charlie, for people who want more information on what you're building uh, and you how, how do they connect so they can look at our website at www.apetalife.in and all our contact details are on there as well Anjali thank you for coming on the show today alright thank you so much thanks to Anjali for coming on the show today check out apetalife.in for more information and just remember if you're buying a dog a dog is for life not just for Christmas uh, thanks for supporting the podcast and if you're building something exciting please email me hello at neilpatel.co and let's connect on Twitter at Indian Startup SH and if you're on Facebook facebook.com forward slash Indian Startup love to get thank you and goodbye